Hey everyone, welcome to season two of Just Win with Wanda. This time we're diving into the journeys of thriving entrepreneurs. Our special guests will share their game-winning passions and how you can also share similar victories. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into the conversation. Hey everyone, so welcome to a new episode of Just Win with Wanda. This week's episode is very special. If you know me, then you know that I've been obsessed with the particular store since the new year. Um, So it's truly an honor to chat with this week's guest, who is Danielle Klein. Danielle Klein is the owner and designer of Anne and Joseph LLC. Anne and Joseph LLC is a up and coming small business and their pieces are handcrafted using authentic vintage repurposed designer buttons on gold filled and globe plated chains. They have high quality beads. They utilize freshwater pros and so much more. Um, So welcome, Danielle. Thank you, Wanda. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm certainly honored that you reached out to me to be a part of this. Um, As I mentioned before, this is my first podcast, so bear with me. But um, absolutely excited to have this chat with you um, to answer any questions you may have about the brand, um, how I um, got to where I am right now. it's actually an interesting story. If you want, I can just jump right into it or I can wait for you to ask <laughs> specific questions. <laughs> yeah, let's let's jump right in. How did you get into it? When did you realize that you had a passion for handcrafted jewelry? So funny enough, I, um, so you may or may not know, I was born in Guyana in South America. Um, I lived there up until I was 16, which is when you um, graduate high school there. And um, all throughout high school, I studied all subjects, but I've always, always had a passion for art and design. Um, so after um, high school, I moved to New York, um, started college there, um, went to St. John's, um, I wanted to study art, but I also wanted to make money, to be quite frank. And so um, I studied finance um, because at the end of the day, while you know I love design, I also am practical. Um, and so I essentially looked at what streams would give me the most opportunity in New York City upon graduation. Um, and I figured, you know, once you're naturally artistic, passion within you, regardless of what you study, at some point, it's always going to come out. So um, studied finance at St. John's, um, graduated, I won't say when, because I'll date myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So um, I spent roughly 15 years in the insurance brokerage industry in New York. Um, Got married um, all within that time frame. I currently have two kids. Um, I'm now in risk management working for a biotech. I moved to the DMV area about two years ago. Um, And again, you know, still doing similar careers, um, enjoying what I did. But like many of us, um, COVID hit last year, the pandemic hit. And I think for people who were stressed out in their regular day-to-day lives, um, I think the pandemic just took it to a whole new level. So, you know, you're both parents working from home, two small children, one of them um, having to do virtual kindergarten. Um, it was tough. And I'll admit, you know, it, it, it got to a point where I just thought I need an outlet. Um, I need to do something that's breaking this routine, something that's just me. Um, and even though after my kids go to sleep, I'm exhausted, um, I started making 
beaded bracelets. I'm not sure where the idea came from, but I thought, wow, this is actually quite relaxing because when I'm doing that, my mind isn't on everything else that typically would stress me out. So that's how I got started with that. It was around last fall. And um, just to back up, um, clearly I'm a huge fan of Chanel, <laughs> but um, I, um, I was a consumer of repurposed um, Chanel or other designer button jewelry um, for about three years now. I discovered it. It's it's a small unknown industry. It's getting you know um, a bit more known, um, and so I started looking into um, adding designer buttons to some of my beaded bracelets. And you know, some of my sisters, my friends saw it and thought, "Wow, you know, this is this is actually really nice. Can you make me X Y Z?" And so um, that's kind of how it got started. Um, from there, it morphed into earrings, necklaces, bracelets, you name it. And it's all been self-taught. But again, for me, because I enjoy doing it so much, um, I put so much focus into it um, before I actually launched the website. Because um, if you know me, it's it can be good and bad, but um, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So um, I will never sell something that I won't wear myself. So I put a lot into finding the right sources to ensure my buttons and my charms that I use are authentic. Um, they are vintage. They are um, vetted before they're sent to me. In addition to that, as you mentioned in your intro, um, I only use gold-filled jewelry because I know a lot of people have allergies. Even if they don't, I figure if you're paying a price, you want to get the best quality. Um, I use genuine freshwater pearls, etc. So um, it took a bit of time and a bit of research to find sources that I trust and that I'm comfortable with. And now I think um, within a short space of time, I've, I've gotten to a great place where it's... Um, I've made some pretty exciting pieces that I enjoy wearing myself. You know, I've gotten some good feedback so far. So, um, you know, I feel like the business, it, it's going in a great direction. Um, it also helps that it's not my um, primary career. So it's um, the financial pressure of it isn't there. So it sort of gives me um, the flexibility to do things at my own pace, to make sure they're done to my own standards. So when someone orders a product and I ship it out, um, it's going to be the best. And if it's not, um, I'm always open to returns, refunds. I'll try to fix it for you. I think you and I went through some of that <laughs> at the beginning. Um, but I think it's so important um, if you see a piece and you think it's a unique piece online and you invest in that piece, you need to be 100% happy with it. Um, and so I always try to stress that to my customers is that, you know, again, if you have any issues, feel free to contact me. I'm, I'm pretty open. I'm pretty available. So um, I think that's worked well for me so far. Um, you know, we'll see how things go as the business grows, um, but it's an exciting place to be. And um, I think that was a mouthful. So I'll <laughs> stop there for a second to see if you have any questions. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was perfect. I think you can really speak to your journey better than me asking questions. And <laughs> when you're able to describe it naturally, I think it really just helps us to really understand, you know, where you were during the pandemic. Lots of people it was a hard time. So mm -hmm. it's nice to hear that you were able to find something positive out of that situation. Absolutely. And, and even as a, 
as a um, being on the opposite end, having something to buy that brings a level of joy <laughs> during the pandemic, you know, was also good for me as well. Um, yeah. And and honestly, I'm so glad that you brought up your customer service because you know it's one thing to find a company that produces high quality items, but it's another thing to have a, a, a company where you can develop a relationship with the owner and really mm-hmm. customize things and, and really ensure that what you're receiving will satisfy your needs. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm obsessed with this company, everyone. And I'm sure from her <laughs> description, you can see why, why it makes sense for you to even, you know, look at it and, and consider um, being one of her customers as well. Um, so Danielle, you, you kind of spoke to your journey starting last year and, and where you are now. Um, could you kind of describe to the audience where you got the name Ann and Joseph from? Yes. So um, I have a, a six-year-old son and an almost two-year-old daughter. And my son's name is Tristan Joseph. And my daughter is Ellie Ann. And um, in everything I do, I try to incorporate them. So um, it essentially came from their middle name. So her middle name, Anne, his middle name, Joseph. And that's how I came up with Anne and Joseph. So um, it's funny. I um, a lot of people who don't know me who see my page, they automatically assume my name is Anne. So I'll get, you know, you know <laughs> hi, Anne. <laughs> so I'm making it more of an effort to put my actual name out there. But yes, no, it's named after my two children. That's beautiful. Um, and just to be a stickler, did you ever consider switching the order, Joseph and Anne? I, I, I considered it because he's older, but I think because... Um, for the most part, um, the pieces are geared towards women. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with the feminine name first. And that's the other thing, too, in terms of um, growing and expanding down the road. Um, I've actually had quite a few male friends and family members reach out and ask, well, what about me? Because before I started doing beaded bracelets, I didn't realize that there was all, also a market um, for men who like wearing beaded bracelets as well. So um, that's going to be something that I actually may be looking into um, introducing later this year. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, so, okay, so take me back to, you know, fall 2020. You know, what was the first creation that you made? And like, what was your inspiration for that? That's a good question. Um, I honestly, I think because I'd never done it before and I didn't want to invest too much in the highest quality materials and then decide I don't want to do this. Full disclosure, I went on Amazon and I ordered like this little kit that had the um, all of the materials you would need to to make um, a beaded bracelet. So I made my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it on it burst. There were little beads everywhere. And at that point I had a one and a half year old. I'm like, well, this is not good. (laughs) So I tossed the entire set um, and then did some research in terms of, you know, what are the best materials to do this, even if you're a beginner. And um, I just went from there. And so there wasn't a specific um, piece or anything that necessarily inspired my first design. But again, once um, I started sharing pictures with family members of what I was doing. And um, it's so funny how um, specifically with these beaded bracelet, I would do the be- the, the stacks. Um, it's, it's such a wonderful way for people who are into that type of jewelry to express their individuality. Um, and I, again, I did a lot of that in the beginning, but I think because I've gotten so many requests for again, more earrings, necklaces, et cetera, that's been a big part of 
the focus. Um, but I definitely want to get back to incorporating um, not just standard beaded bracelets, but I want people to feel comfortable reaching out to me to say, you know, hey, I saw something on your website, you know, could you do a similar style, but maybe in different colors. Um, and I enjoy doing that, you know, I mean, obviously, it's a bit more time consuming, but I find, you know, once you manage expectations, people are fine with it. So if someone reaches out and says, you know, I want this many bracelets, these colors, you know, I want, maybe I want a specific Chanel button or any other designer button included. Um, I'm more than happy to do it. You know, if it, if it takes a week to get it done, you know, I'll let you know ahead of time, but um, that's, I, I want to start going back in that direction. So that way, you know, I'm not going to have people who look at the website and think, oh, this stuff is pretty, but none of it really speaks to me. I want everyone to feel like if there isn't something there that speaks to them, you know, they can reach out to me and it may not make work out or it may work out, but you know, it doesn't hurt to try. So, you know, I hope that, um, you know, with my interaction with people on social media and, you know, me putting myself out there, um, one of the main goals in that is for people to, to really understand that I say what I mean when I say I'm approachable. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest things for me. So, you know, maybe I'll be stretching myself too thin down the road, but for now, somehow I find the hours in the day and I enjoy doing it. So <laughs> that's good. Can yeah. you, um, cause I think that's really interesting in terms of customizing orders, um, mm -hmm. because a lot of companies, they don't do that. So it does allow your business to stand out amongst the others. And again, kind of allowing people to develop a relationship with you and, yeah. and really, you know, become returning customers. So I think that's awesome that you're even considering doing that to maintain that level of intimacy with your, yeah. with your clients. Um, so you kind of mentioned social media and how you are approachable. Um, can you kind of speak to the role social media has in fashion? Do you find that it helps your business or, you know, what has been your journey with social media? Oh my goodness. Yes. So, um, I have an older sister who you met before you met me, actually, because um, before you bought your first piece um, and, and for your listeners, she's um, she's um, in a similar industry um, to me um, in her quote unquote real life. However, um, she also has this creative side. And so um, she's more of a fashion influencer on um, Instagram. And um, so she reached out to me before you did to tell me about the conversation she had with you and that, you know, she's like, yeah, she may be buying um, a few of your pieces. And this was based on, you know, my sister wearing my, my stuff. I mean, from the beginning, like she has always been one of my biggest supporters. Um, a lot of people don't realize that she is my sister, but just because of the fact that not only does she wear my stuff, but she takes the time to actually explain the process that goes into me making each piece, the fact that they're unique, the fact that it's, you know, good quality pieces. And um, I always think that seeing someone wearing something or, or hearing them describe it, I think it, it's that's the absolute best advertising you can have because I can take an, a filtered, edited picture and just post it and say, this is what it looks like. And then you get something and, you know, it may not be what you want. So um, I think that was one of the biggest ways that I got exposure in the beginning. I mean, I linked a pretty, pretty high percentage of my initial sales back to 
my sister's Instagram page and just in her um, highlighting my pieces. Um, so I think, you know, that was, that was a great part of it, but then even better is that now I have developed relationships with um, a number of my clients and a number of them have now become repeat clients, which is great for me because, well, you're one of those, by the way, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it makes, that makes me feel good versus just the first sale because then you think, okay, this person bought my product. They were happy with it. They saw something else they liked and they came back because I mean, let's face it. If you buy something from a business and it's the customer service is terrible, um, you're not happy with your product. You're not going to go spend your money there again. So I think, um, you know, for me, I, I really, really, really enjoy seeing um, the repeat customers. But, you know, to circle back to, you know, your initial question, I think social media um, plays an incredible role in terms of getting smaller brands out there. Um, so you kind of mentioned a little bit of, you know, the pros of being a designer and having your own business. Um, but what would you say is your favorite part so far? My favorite part so far, honestly, again, it's um, having this outlet that's mine and mine alone. Um, you know, I, I love being married. My husband is my absolute best friend. I know it sounds like a cliche, but it is, you know, he's my best friend, my kids. I love them. I love my career, but I feel that like at some point, and I think more so because of the pandemic, um, you just kind of feel like you're stuck in a routine. Um, and for me, it's just, I just needed something that was just an outlet from that routine and designing these pieces. That's what it gives me. It gives me that outlet, that creative outlet. And it's, you know, once I'm focused on that, I'm not focused on anything else. So usually I do it at night after the kids are in bed. Um, <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's, it, it's just, it's such a fun, fun process. You know, you mentioned earlier, my, um, my new collection that I'm releasing on April 1st, you know, <laughs> I thought I was ready to go. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I am. But just this morning, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> there are like three different variations of the specific necklace that I could make and I want to make. And I want to have them on the website for <laughs> April 1st. So it's, um, you know, it's a never ending process. And, you know, just going back to my husband, I mean, he, um, his, his career is way busier than mine. He's in investment banking, so it never turns off. It's 24 seven. And, you know, for him to be that busy, but, you know, when he sees I'm sort of in that creative zone, he is just so incredibly supportive where, you know, obviously I can't have the little pieces and parts that I use to make jewelry around, especially my, um, my daughter. So, you know, he'll take them for a walk or he'll, you know, just go into my son's bedroom with them and play with them and just give me the space to do this. So it's, um, you know, I give him a lot of credit for me being able to come as far as I have in such a short period of time, because again, you know, it's, we're all stuck inside. Like we don't have like a separate creative space where we can go, especially with little kids. So it's, um, you know, that's that, that having that level of support has definitely helped as well. That's good to hear. It's, it's good that you have that support as you're venturing into this new new space mm -hmm. um can we talk a little bit about season two do you mind sharing with the audience what's to come with this new collection that you're working on 
You mean as long as I don't change my mind tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> or, or what you have so far as of March 28th? Yes, no, no, no. I was just, just sort of kidding. But um, so essentially we're, we're going to see um, a lot of things that have been similar to what um, I've released in the past. However, the focus um, is more of happy focus. So I feel like, you know, we're coming out of cold weather, you know, we're coming out of, for the most part, 2020. So I just want, um, you know, happy pieces, happy colors. So I'm doing a lot of pearls. I'm doing a lot of um, crystal tones. I'm doing a lot of um, pink. Um, even the gold pieces that I use, I'm using lighter toned gold. So it's just, again, you're just going to get more of a happy, flowy, feeling with the pieces um, that I'm putting out. Um, I'm also doing um, a lot more brooches. And, um, you know, if you look at my website now, you know, clearly I'm, I'm a huge um, Chanel fan. So I've been using a lot of their buttons and charms, but there are so many other brands out there that have, um, you know, so many amazing, unique buttons that you can do so much with. So I think um, that's probably going to be one of the biggest changes you'll see um, come April 1 is that I'm going to be incorporating um, different brands. So, you know, there's going to be um, a lot more to choose from. Awesome. That's exciting. And hopefully um, those that are tuning in will check out the website and we'll provide the details as far as how they can reach you um, towards the end of the interview. Cause I do want Great. to make sure that they, that they check out all the good pieces that you have coming. Um, so kind of to wrap up everything, you know, when you have all of these amazing customers, um, how do you want them to feel when they're wearing your jewelry? I want them to feel um, special, proud. I want them to feel that they're wearing something that's unique. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, there are certain um, pieces on my site where if, if I see a button and I'm in love with it and I can get four versus one, I'm going to buy all four, you know, so there are pieces like earrings and stuff where, um, yes, they're unique, but, you know, there may be like four other women out there somewhere in the world who have the same, but at the same time, it's not mass produced. Um, so again, these pieces are every single one of them. I hand make them, you know, there's, there's no help in any of that. So I want them to know that they are wearing something that was truly made just out of love and compassion and someone who really, really, really loves doing this. Um, you know, again, like I mentioned before, there are other um, sellers out there who have similar ideas and some of their stuff is, is quite beautiful. But um, for me, I try my very best to put my own unique spin on my designs. So, you know, I just... Um, I would hope that they just feel special in that, you know, at this piece that I'm wearing, um, you can't walk into a store and just buy it. And thousands of people around the world aren't wearing the same piece I am. This is something that was handmade specifically for me. And this is something that is also good quality. So this is something I can hold on to for a long time. You know, if I have a daughter or a niece or a friend, anyone, I can pass it on and do that with pride. Beautiful. And as a customer, rest assured, that's how I feel <laughs> every time I wear <laughs> any of your pieces. Um, hear so, that. Yeah. <laughs> so Danielle, what advice do you have for, you know, aspiring business owners that are maybe just starting out similar to you? They had an idea, 
Um, what advice do you have for them? And maybe even those that are interested in going into the jewelry space, what advice do you have for them? Honestly, I would say just do it because it, <laughs> that's a Nike slogan. <laughs> no, it's not intentional. But, <laughs> um, I would say, honestly, that's, that's the best way to say it because quite frankly, um, we're always going to be able to find um, excuses or reasons not to. I mean, I feel like I could have been the poster child for that. Again, you know, it's the pandemic, you know, we both have, um, you know, pretty busy careers. We have two young kids and it, it, it gets hectic in here. But, you know, and people ask me all the time, how do you find the time? But even if I'm exhausted, I just, I, I need that time to myself. And I think so for, you know, anyone who is, you know, considering starting a small business, start small. But even if you carve out an hour a day um, to do your research, you know, um, depending on what you're looking on getting into, you know, order samples, because that's the other thing too, again, like I mentioned before, you don't want to jump headfirst in, especially if it's not an industry that you're um, fully familiar with, because um, I learned the hard way, you, you can end up wasting a lot of your resources, and then just getting um, pieces that you're not happy with. So definitely, I would say, take the time, do your research, and when you're ready to do it, just jump right in. Um, definitely carve out an hour or two a day, carve out some time on your weekend where you can say, you know what, this is my time and this is what I'm focusing on and do as much as you can within that time. Also, don't stretch yourself thin. Um, don't overpromise um, because then that's another trap you can get into where for me, you know, there's certain pieces that I have and um, they go up and they sell out and I have, you know, people in my inbox saying, you know, when are you going to get this again? And I'm honest with them and saying, because these pieces are vintage pieces, it's not like I can just walk into a store and buy a hundred more of them. So there's a process behind, you know, looking for them, sourcing them, vetting them to make sure, you know, they're authentic. Um, and so manage my expectations that way. So, you know, I do have a few, um, customers right now who've been waiting a couple of weeks for a specific piece. And, you know, I manage their expectations. I let them know where we are in the process of sourcing more. Um, so that way, again, I'm not over-promising. I'm not overselling myself. And that way I don't have angry customers saying, oh, why did you promise me something? And now it's two, three weeks later and I don't have it. Um, so those would be um, a few bits of advice I would offer. Again, you know, be realistic with your expectations, take your time, do your research, and um, it pays off in the end. It does, you know. Um, I have absolutely no regrets. Um, who knows where this business is going to go in the future? But, you know, what I can say right now is that I absolutely enjoy every minute of doing it. Awesome. That's really good advice, Danielle. I think, you know, no matter what business venture someone is considering, those are um, qualities and things that people can apply to anything. So I'm really glad that you said that. Um, so now we're going to transition to the fun part of the, <laughs> the session. That's what I always say. Um, so we're going to play a little game. It's called sure. This or That. And it's really for the audience to get to know you on a personal level. Okay. Um, so, you know, have some fun with it. Nothing too crazy, nothing too <laughs> formal. <laughs> All okay. right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So the first question is spring or fall? Fall. 
Interesting. Why fall? Because I have the worst allergies of anyone you will <laughs> ever meet in your life. And it sucks because my birthday is in the spring, but that's the only reason why fall and early fall. <laughs> okay. So like September, August? Yeah, like September to like mid-October. Then when it starts getting really cold, then I just get really cranky. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's a good answer. And then you're also from Guyana. So I guess yes. this kind of makes sense too. Yeah, you exactly. Warm weather. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Gold or silver? Gold, 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 all the way gold. Um, <laughs> okay. Clearly you can see that from um, my pieces, but you know, I've, I've slowly started incorporating silver and like white gold because there are, you know, people who prefer that. So I'm not making all these pieces for myself. So <laughs> yes, there's more of that coming as well. <laughs> Awesome. City living or country living? City, always city. Okay. So you went from New York City to the DMV. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yep. Any other cities that you have in mind in terms of visiting maybe in the future or relocating to perhaps? Um, no. So actually in, in between New York City and the DMV, I lived in Philadelphia for three years. Um I recently lived in Trinidad and Tobago um, because of my husband's work. And, you know, when we made that move there from New York, um, we had a lot of friends who had never been there saying, oh, you're going to be sipping pina coladas on the beach (laughs) and and whatnot. But um, because of my husband's industry and where we had to live, um, we were in the city again. So long story short, although, yes, we did three years in Trinidad, it's been city, city, city. Now where we are, we live downtown, we're in a high rise again, city. And it's weird because I, for the most part, I can sometimes be an introvert. However, like I'd like to see and have activity around me. I love being able to walk to restaurants and walk different places. So I've always loved living in a city where I'm next to everything and can walk to everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how about in terms of vacations, beach vacation or city vacation? City vacation. And people, people are always surprised to hear that because I'm from Guyana, but I think growing up there, like most of our vacations as kids were beach vacations. Um, so for me, I just my, my favorite, absolute favorite um, vacation destination is Paris. Um, Before we had kids, we would try to go every spring. Um, Then we went, the last time we went, um, my son was two years old and then we made the move. So we haven't been back, but yes, I love, love, love being in a city where, you know, you can just sit out and people watch, you know, have a nice glass of wine. Like that for me is my ideal vacation. Okay, so let's talk about food because I know you like to try different restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite meal? Would it be brunch, lunch, or dinner? Uh, so it's uh, 50-50 between brunch and lunch. Brunch for the mimosas. <laughs> dinner for the really good champagne. Um, but no, I will say probably dinner because um, my husband and I, pandemic or not, and well, we had to stop during the pandemic, but, um, you know, we always committed before we had kids that regardless of what, you know, we weren't going to let our relationship get pushed to the side. So we have always made sure we had a babysitter or a nanny who would be able to commit to one night a week for our date night. So we always have a standing date night. And thankfully with, um, you know, restrictions lifting here and people being careful, we've been able to um, get that going again. Um, and that's usually our one time a week where we can just sit 
and just catch up with each other. So I would say mainly for that reason and the good wine <laughs> dinner <laughs> is probably my favorite. That's awesome. And very beautiful to see that you've been able to maintain that that standing date night and something that I'm sure all of the listeners can definitely uh, try to incorporate because it is important. It's so um, yeah. Yep. Um, so the last question, and I'm curious to know what your answer will be, um, <laughs> phone call or text message? <laughs> text message. And I know it's, it's bad. It's horrible. I know, but I just... <laughs> it's I, I think it's just the age that we live in now and I think also because with a text you can just get the message across more quickly especially when we're also busy now and we have you know so much going on um now if I see my phone ring I'm thinking oh, oh like what's the emergency what happened kind of thing and I think we've all as a society sort of fallen into that trap um However, you know, when I do get on a phone call, especially with um, my parents, it's, um, it's, it's, it's great to actually like chat and, and catch up. But yeah, long story short, for the most part, <laughs> text message. Yeah, I'm the same way. So don't feel bad. It's just easier. <laughs> and I think also to your point, um, the sense of urgency tends to kind of be eliminated when you have mm-hmm. clear communication. The phone yeah. call it could be anybody, and now with so many uh, exactly. spam calls, yes. <laughs> I'm just like, how we spam? If I don't have your yeah, number, just, saying, exactly. And answer. yeah, and if, especially if you don't leave me a voicemail, then I know it's spam. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, and I was really excited to have you on this season of Just Win with Wanda because the focus is on entrepreneurship, um, specifically small businesses. And um, as a customer of yours, I wanted to make sure that I highlighted your business because I think it, what you're doing is very beautiful. And you know, the pieces that you do create do, to your point, you know, make people feel very special and unique and beautiful. And for me personally, as someone that didn't necessarily dabble in accessories. It's given me the opportunity to express myself in that form. So just wanted to take some time to to let you know, give you your flowers while you can receive them. Um, And then of course, you know, share with my audience so they can also patronize your business. Um, So how can people reach you? Um, So um, the, usually most people reach out to me um, on Instagram. So um, on Instagram, I am um, um, Ann X Joseph, so A-N-N-E-X-J-O-S-E-P-H. Um, my website is www.annxjoseph.com. You can also reach out to me via email, by the way, um, contact at amxjoseph.com. So there are definitely ways to um, reach out. And again, like I said, um, don't be shy. If there's something that you see um, and you may want a slight variation of that, reach out to me. And, you know, I'll be honest with you if I can do it or if I can't, but it doesn't hurt to ask the question. So, um, you know, I look forward to um, connecting with um, potentially some of your listeners. Um and again, you know, thank you for inviting me to do this. It feels great to have a platform to be able to honestly express sort of the journey and the purpose behind this. And, um, you know, the last thing I will say about social media in this past year is that I feel like we've been able to make so many 
meaningful friendships with women we've never met. I think you and I have connected, you know, there are a few other women like through this business that I've connected with. And, you know, I'm like, once, once this is over, I'd love to like hang out with you because it's, I think people have just become more open. And I'm not sure if it's because, you know, we haven't been actually able to go out and socialize but you know for whatever it is I would call that one of the major silver linings of the pandemic and you know of more small businesses popping up you know on social media and on the internet so um, yeah thank you for that thank you for your friendship and thank you for allowing me this opportunity to speak about my business. Thank you so much Danielle it's an honor to call you a friend and again an honor to have you on this platform today. Now a word from our sponsor. Assurance DNA is a paternity testing service with access to over 5,000 testing locations across the country. They provide legal paternity testing and home paternity test kits. Can't leave the house? Assurance DNA has a network of mobile collectors that can come to you. At Assurance DNA, you're not just a number, you're family. When you call, you'll speak to a paternity testing expert who will guide you through the entire process from the initial swab to interpreting your results. Assurance DNA is partnered with DNA Diagnostics Center, a, trust, a trusted source for DNA testing that has processed over 20 million DNA tests since 1995. Everyone's situation is unique, so visit AssuranceDNA.com to schedule a free consultation or give them a call at 877 362-6450 to speak to a paternity expert. Assurance DNA, confidence in knowing. This week's episode was amazing. I hope you enjoyed it too. Special thanks to Danielle Klein of Ann and Joseph for joining us. Check out her collection at annxjoseph.com and use Dr. W10 for 10% off your purchase. If you haven't already, please leave Just One with Wanda a review and subscribe today. If you'd like to reach out to us or sponsor an upcoming episode, please email justwinwithwanda at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at justwinwithwanda. Catch you on the next episode.